96.3 W. Leeds, WGZZ, HD2, Waverly, and W242 AX, Auburn, Opelika. 96.3 W. Auburn High School Baseball is on. 96-3, W. Lee. Hit well in the center field. That ball's going to fly out of here. Auburn High School Baseball. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Bank, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Jeffcoat Trant, Gouge Performing Arts Center, Troy Bank and Trust, Glory's Furniture Express, and University Ace Hardware. Now, the voice of Auburn High School Baseball, Scott Bagwell. Auburn High School Baseball Complex, game two of the doubleheader for the Auburn High Tigers today. First one earlier, dropping it against Hoover 11-7, and now they get the Dothan Wolves out of 7A, Area 3. Hello again, everybody. Jack Hudden on the Auburn High School Sports Network to bring you the action day between Auburn and Dothan. Senior day in Auburn High School as uh, we had, well, let's see, count them out, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 seniors announced today from this squad. A huge congratulations to all of those guys ending their careers uh, at Auburn High School this year. Still a lot of season left to play. Tigers at 10-7, and seven, Dothan Wolves at 9-9. Nine and nine. They moved to that 9-9 nine and nine mark after a win over Hoover just a moment ago in game two at this field today. They beat the Buccaneers 7-1, to one, and they take that uh, first game for them. So they're trying to sweep on this Saturday. Auburn trying to pick up a win in this tournament over Dothan. It'll be interesting to see what the Tigers come out with today. We've got warm-ups going on down both foul lines. So tell you what, let's go ahead and throw it to break for a couple of minutes and come right back to uh, update you on what's happening. This is the Russell Building Supply countdown to first pitch, and it continues after a quick break on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Hello, this is Coley Trant from Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. 
We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Back at the ballpark on the Russell Building Supply. Countdown to first pitch. Auburn and Dothan getting set to go on this beautiful afternoon. Once again, Auburn dropping game one of this doubleheader today over uh, under Hoover 11-7. to Dothan was able to come back and get a win over Hoover in game two. So now it'll be Auburn and Dothan to see who the victor of this one is. Auburn trying to salvage one on this Saturday. They do get two last night against 6A state champion Hartzell High School out of 6A area 15 upstate. Hartzell came in here, like I said, I mentioned, 2022 state champions in 6A, and Auburn took them down both times in game one. They get a grand slam from Jace Norton in the bottom of the sixth inning to go up by two. 11-9 was the score at the time. And then Auburn was able to close it out on the mound. And then you move on to game two where Tanner Waldrop in that same bottom of the sixth inning with a runner down at second base, grounds one up the middle with two outs to take the lead 4-3, to three, and eventually the Tigers end up closing that one out to win it. So they have improved to 10-7 and seven up until this Dothan game. This is a Dothan team that is 9-9 nine and nine on the season, like we mentioned, but did beat that Hoover team that we saw earlier today. Has been very, very good on the season. For the Auburn Tigers, we'll run you down the lineup as it's pretty much the same as it was earlier today. Only one change to the lineup in terms of bodies in there. Connor Cosby will lead it off in center field, number 25. Number 14, Jace Norton will be at shortstop. Both of those guys seniors. Henry Allen, the junior first baseman today, wearing number 24. Number 8, Braden Fox will be in left field. Number 21, Michael Daniel will be the right fielder. Tanner Waldrop, who has pitched, played first base, and now will catch today. We'll wear number 10. Number 6, Reed Woods over at second base, his usual position. Jackson Mills will get the start at third base. And finally, Silas Mason will DH after he's caught three games in three days thus far. Actually threw out three runners this morning as Hoover tried to steal a couple of bases. Silas was not allowing it. Looking elsewhere in the country right now, actually up the street, Georgia and Auburn locked in one top of the eighth, though Georgia has loaded up the bases, and they lead 9-7 to seven over the Auburn Tigers. Georgia trying to avoid a sweep. Auburn trying to pick up a 3-0 weekend and move to 3-3. Three and three. Here, though, it is the Auburn High School Tigers and the Dothan High School Wolves. We'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network as we've still got some warm-ups going on here. I'll tell you what, let's throw it to another break. Two minutes, and then we'll come right back and continue on the Russell Building Supply countdown to first pitch after a quick break on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims, welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop since 1970. Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautowink.com. 
The Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. Are you ready for a great deal? A money-saving party! The Car Stereo Shop is the place where you'll find the best in car audio and custom installations for your car, truck, or SUV. And we've got what you need to customize all of your toys, too. We specialize in complete audio systems for ATVs, UTVs, side-by-sides, and more. And if you want to be the loudest in the area, check out our custom tops from ProBox right now at The Car Stereo Shop, 1914 Opelika Road in Auburn. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Auburn and Dothan getting set to go at the Auburn High School Baseball Complex. Still some warm-ups going on on either side of the field. Tommy Carter will walk over towards the Auburn dugout with a lineup in hand. And as we have it, we'll give you the Dothan Wolves lineup on the day. It'll be number seven, Blake Wynn, starting it off the shortstop. Number 10, Stokes Halford will be the center fielder. Behind the dish in the three spot, it'll be Kingsley Lucas. At the DH, it'll be Max Conley in that four hole. Hayes McCorkle will be the right fielder. He'll bat fifth. Batting six, it'll be Tucker Watkins over at first base, wearing number 18. And finally, number eight, not finally, actually, Eli Moore, the third baseman, will be wearing number eight and batting seventh in the order. Number six, Connor Cody will be the second baseman. He'll be in the eight spot. Finally, Landon Jenkins, the left fielder, will wear number 17. Cole Hewitt is the starter today for the Dothan Wolves. Once again, for the Auburn Tigers, we ran you through that lineup pitching today for Auburn. Patrick Davidson, the senior, will get the start today. Been hurt for a lot of last season and then into this season, but is able to come back today, has been Somewhat solid thus far. We'll see what he can bring to the table on senior day today. Running through these seniors, I want to give them a shout-out. Reed Woods, the second baseman, senior Cade Ballou, who will uh, play at Auburn University next year. We're looking forward to having him. Jace Norton, the shortstop, also a senior. Silas Mason, the catcher and football player, Silas Mason. Connor Cosby, the uh, usual right fielder, now playing center field in place of the injured Cade Ballou. Caleb Maxwell, Cooper Hardy as well, both pitchers on this squad. Patrick Davidson, who is getting the start today. Brendan Bryant, Jake Sampson as well. And finally, also another football player for the Tigers, it's Logan Blomeyer, who uh, back up outfielder on this team. So 
Everywhere you look on this squad, 11 seniors up and down a lineup. This is a pretty upperclassman-laden team, as many varsity baseball programs are. If you're looking at seniors versus juniors, Auburn is about splitting the hairs on them. About 11 and 12 or 13 so juniors on this squad. Looking down the lineup, we'll give it to you one more time. Connor Cosby in center for the Auburn Tigers. It'll be Jace Norton at shortstop. Henry Allen will run first base. He's run third base for most of this weekend already. Braden Fox, the left fielder. Michael Daniel, the right fielder. Tanner Waldrop behind the plate. Reed Woods at second base. Jackson Mills at third base. And Silas Mason at DH. It's been a weekend of ups and downs for the Tigers thus far, much like it has been most of the season. Of course, we mentioned last night Auburn gets two big wins over Hartzell High School, the 6A state champions, defending their crown this year. They get a grand slam from Jace Norton to go up 11-7, and then they get a base hit from Tanner Waldrop in game two to go up 4-3 and eventually take both of those games. Earlier today, it was Auburn and Hoover. A nice day thus far for Tanner Waldrop, who went 3-4 for four in that game against Hoover. Two singles and a three-run inside-the-park home run as uh, Tanner Waldrop was able to do that very well. Reed Woods also with a single today. Seth Payne was three for four with three singles on the day. Jace Norton, who has hit the ball really well, we mentioned, had that big grand slam in game one last night. He had uh, a triple as well in that game and then tripled again to start today. A single as well in the second inning of today's ball game. So Jace Norton hitting the ball very well. Connor Cosby did pick up a double, in struggling as of late, but picks up a hard hit double and an RBI in that Hoover game. Everyone in that first game except for three players scored. So that's kind of divvying up the scoring around the lineup really today. I mean, everybody, let's see, you got Connor Cosby who doesn't score, Henry Allen who doesn't score, and then finally got Reed Woods, but all three of those reach base in some way today. So all sorts of Tigers on the base paths. They're getting runs. They're getting hitting support. Just got to make sure the arms come around. We'll see what Patrick Davidson and the Auburn Tigers can do today. Tommy Carter and the Dothan Skipper at home plate right now. One more time, we'll give you a break on the Auburn High School Sports Network. This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to First Pitch, and it continues after a quick break on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Teamwork is key to winning on the baseball field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fittner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission, serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. 
but you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Look out, Gorey's Furniture Express is bursting at the seams, but it's not a structural issue. You don't need to wear a hard hat. Just get to Gorey's now and take home all the top quality furniture you can, because they've got it wall to wall. So you get great pricing and always outstanding customer service. Just bring your truck and enjoy your new furniture that day or delivery is available. Gorey's, Highway 169, Opelika. Gorey's Furniture Express, your express way to savings. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Auburn High School Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Go Tigers! Getting set to go at the ballpark, Patrick Davidson. The Auburn pitcher winds and fires, and the first pitch of the afternoon is grounded over to Jackson Mills, who can't come up with it. That'll squirt into left field on the ground ball to third base. Believe that'll be an error on the third baseman. So the first pitch of the game finds a Dothan runner aboard at first base. Mills had some experience last night. Some playing time last night, we'll say, instead of experience. Got a runner down at first base now for Stokes Halford. He takes the first pitch for a called strike one. Patrick Davidson from the stretch. Here's a bunt attempt by Halford out in front right to Davidson. He'll go to second for one, on to first, not in time, but they do get the lead runner at second. So now it'll be number four, Kingsley Lucas. Lucas, the catcher for the Wolves, runner down at first base is Stokes Halford. First offering to him, checked to swing. Did he go? No, they'll say. It'll be ball one. One-0 pitch to Halford. That's lined in the right field. That's a base hit. Trouble, that is. All the way around second base goes Halford. He stands into third base. As a right fielder, Daniel is able to get it in. The runners on the corners very quickly for Dothan. One down, we're in the top of the first inning. Dothan threatening to begin this one. Runners on the corners. Auburn in the blue tops with the White numerals in the white pants. Dothan in the black uniforms. White numerals, red trim. 
Patrick Davidson is your pitcher today. Three appearances. Give you the rest of the numbers in just a moment as he fires a strike for, o, for an 0-1 count. Davidson, a 2.33 ERA in three appearances. Swing and a miss on the 0-1 pitch. One and, well, that is no record for Patrick Davidson on the season. Told you a 2.33 ERA, though. Three innings picks, two hits, one run. That run earned. And five strikeouts in 11 batters faced on the season. Limited action after Tommy John surgery for Patrick Davidson on the season. Here's the 0-2 pitch, misses up. Hey, what when Patrick is on, though, he's one of the best pitchers on this staff, maybe the best. One to do the count, runners on the corners. Here's a 1-2 pitch, fouled over to the right side, off of the chain link fence down the first baseline. Max Conley is the batter for the Wolves. As you look at things, a designated hitter. Here is the one-two pitch. Cut on and missed for strike three. Runner goes from first. Throw down to second base is not in time. So the hitter is out. He'll trot back to the dugout as first base was occupied. Runner did attempt to steal second, and so he's going to make it in there, does Kingsley Lucas. Get your Tanner Waldrop out to talk with Patrick Davidson. Two down in the inning. Nothing across yet for the Dothan Wolves. Auburn trying to keep it that way. Something going on over in the Dothan dugout. We're getting the home plate umpire chatting with the Wolves dugout. First pitch of the at-bat to Hayes McCorkle. Here it is. From the right fielder, that is a strike. Davidson has the ball back. Oh, and won the count now. Davidson works quickly from the stretch. Here's the 0-1 roped into left field. That's a base hit. Fox will chase that one all the way to the wall. Two runs are going to score on the play, and McCorkle's got himself a two-RBI double. Nothing too fancy about it, just a roped baseball out in the left field. Two come around to score Auburn, as it has been a theme this weekend, down early.
First pitch to number 18, Tucker Watkins. Watkins, the first baseman for the Wolves, swings through the first pitch, strike one. Here's a second pitch of the at-bat. A 0-1 pitch is a swing and a miss on strike two. So 0-2 now. Davidson. Will be due a 0-2 pitch to Tucker Watkins. And how about an 0-3 as he swings through three pitches. And Patrick Davidson is out of the first inning, but not before Dothan puts up two runs on two hits and one error in the inning for the Tigers. We head to the bottom of the first, Dothan 2, and Auburn coming to bat on the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Hello, this is Coley Trent from Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. Auburn High School Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee, your home of light favorites and the Tigers. For an early in this one, we get set for the bottom of the first inning. Connor Cosby will lead it off as a center fielder. Jay Storton right behind him at short. Henry Allen at first base. Braden Fox in the cleanup spot in left. Michael Daniel in right will be the five-hole hitter. Tanner, Tanner Waldrop, that is, the catcher. In the seven hole, it'll be Reed Woods, the second baseman. Jackson Mills at third base, and Silas Mason DHing. Silas getting the game off after catching three games in a row in the past two days. So Cosby will lead it off. Two runs on two hits and one error in the top of that first inning. Dothan already out to a 2-0 lead. They bested Hoover earlier today, 7-2. A Hoover team that put it on Auburn at the plate today for 11 runs. Dothan held them. First pitch to Connor Cosby misses outside. Cole Hewitt, the pitcher for Dothan, checks the mound as he runs off of it. Now here's a 1-0 pitch that misses up and out. 2-0 now the count. Duo pitch to Cosby, chopped foul at the plate. Not good news from Plainsman Park. Georgia has opened up a 14-7 lead with five in the eighth inning. As Cosby fouls this to the left side, it's two and two. So a 14-7 lead Georgia now has over the Auburn Tigers. Auburn has already won that series trying to sweep Georgia 
trying to salvage today. 2-2 pitch misses outside to Cosby. It's full. Here is the 3-2 pitch. Up and out, and Connor Cosby works a leadoff walk in this one. It'll bring up Jace Norton now. Mentioned Norton responsible for that grand slam last night in that really exciting finish. Had the grand slam, had the basket catch by Braden Fox. And in game two, you had the three-run homer. And going back on this one is the left fielder. Jace Norton may have just hit a two-run homer. He did over the left field wall, and we're tied just like that. 2-0 in the blink of an eye, 2-2 two two as the senior goes long over the left field fence. Well, the Dauphin left fielder Landon Jenkins chased after that one, didn't give it a whole lot of effort as he took a couple of steps toward the fence. And then started his jog and watched that one fly into the hill out there. Oh, just like that, it's 2-2, two to two and we'll start all over again. Henry Allen will be the batter with nobody out. First pitch to Henry Allen, curveball swings in there for strike one. Georgia has now opened it up even more, 17-7 over Auburn at Plainsman Park. Looking like they will salvage. Game three in that. Oh, one pitch misses as that skips up there. So one and one to count. Hewitt's one one pitch down in the turf, and it'll be two and one. Two one pitch. Curveball misses low, and it's three and one. Another base hit for Georgia, 19-7 at Plainsman Park. And that may be all she wrote for that series. 3-1 pitch, though, here at the Auburn High School Baseball Complex is a walk to Henry Allen. So the junior first baseman is aboard, and that will make way for Braden Fox, the cleanup lefty. Playing left field today for the Tigers. Played left field in each of these games this weekend. Braden came into this weekend hitting 350. A couple of doubles, eight RBIs on seven hits, scored five runs in only nine games played. He is up that total by three now. Well, now it'll be four as he appears in this one. First pitch to him, misses outside, 1-0. Here's a 1-0, lined into left field. Coming on is the left fielder Jenkins. He gets there as that was hit hard into the left center field gap. But a nice play by the Dothan left fielder. And there's one down. Brings a line up to Michael Daniel, the five-hole hitter. Hit a tank last night out the left center. Tied that game up at three. 
a game which Auburn eventually went on to win. Kind of turned the momentum. First pitch to and misses down, 1-0 the count to the Auburn right fielder. Here is the 1-0, slicing away from the center field, but that'll slice right into the glove of the right fielder. And there's two down. Some funky spin on that one in the air as that started to head towards center field in much like a golf ball for most of us. That sliced its way into the right fielder's glove. Tanner Waldrop will be the batter. Three for four in the game earlier today. Probably still tired from running around the bases on that inside the park home run. 1-0 the count to him as the first pitch misses. Here's a 1-0 pitch, misses up and out, and it's 2-0 to the Auburn now catcher in this one. pitch to him. Fly deep into left center field. Going up on it is the center fielder. He will grab it for out number three. Center fielder played a little deep. Looked like that had some carry off the bat. We may have a little bit of wind out in left center field at knocking that down up there. But Auburn gets two back on the home run by Jace Norton. So we head to the top of the second inning. We're knotted up at two between the Dothan Wolves and the Auburn High School Tigers. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes. Plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want. Or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for next semester. Follow the Auburn High Tigers here on 96.3 W. Lee. Part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Patrick Davidson out for a second inning of work. A righty except to face Tucker Watkins, the first baseman. First pitch to him is fouled back to the screen, and it is nothing in one. Auburn went down two to nothing in the top of the first inning after Dothan had a couple aboard on an error, a single, and then brought them both in on the Hayes-McCorkle double. As the 0-1 pitch comes in, in there for strike two, and it's 0-2. Auburn came back and within its first two batters, tied this thing up. 0-2, Raker misses, and it's 1-2. Connor Cosby walked to start the bottom of the first inning, and then Jace Norton, the senior shortstop, Sends one over the left field wall, and we are knotted up at two. Here's a one-two pitch from Davidson. Misses well outside, and it's even at two and two. Two-two pitch. 
Line foul down the left field line. It'll get out of play. No, it'll stay in play, actually. Davidson, the right-handed senior. Winds and delivers the 2-2 pitch. Just missed the outside corner, and it's full. Go after this hitter when you're up 3-2. Well, up 0-2. 3-2 pitch. Waved at and missed by Watkins, and there's the second strikeout of the day for the senior, Patrick Davidson. One down in the inning. That makes way for Eli Moore, the third baseman. Check that. That'll be Connor Cody, the second baseman. As Eli Moore flew out. Well, that was Eli Moore that struck out. Tucker Watkins was the one that flew out in the previous inning. Quickly down 0 and 2. As Patrick Davidson come home, missed a couple of pitches there trying to get my ducks in a row over here, but on the third pitch of the at bat, Davidson runs one inside to Connor Cody, and it hits him. So he'll run to first base. I believe we're good to go now. Patrick Davidson, the righty, will come home now to Landon Jenkins, the nine-hole hitter with a runner at first base and no, no and one out in this top of the second inning. First pitch is a called strike, and it's 0-1. Wind blowing towards the right field foul pole. 0-1 pitch. Fouled over the Dothan dugout on the right side. It's nothing in two. Auburn trying to go three and one on the weekend. Going to have to go through the Wolves of Dothan to do it. 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. There's three strikeouts for Patrick Davidson. And he's one out away in the second. Flips the lineup over to Blake Wynn. The the Dothan shortstop hit it right at third base last time. Too hot to handle for Jackson Mills as the error was given to the third baseman. So Blake Wynn reaching on that error. Takes the first pitch strike, and it's 0-1. Here's the 0-1. Popped up. It'll get out of play behind us. So 0-2 the count to the Dothan shortstop. Davidson off the stretch. Runner at first. Here's the pitch. Misses high and up. Got some disappointing news for ladies at Auburn. Scott Bagwell is no longer single. Congratulations to Scott and Sarah, who tied the knot today as there's a 1-2 pitch that is in there for a called strike three. 
And Patrick Davidson is out of the inning. No runs on, no hits. One hit by pitch, one error left on base, no errors in the inning. We head to the bottom of the second. It's Dothan and Auburn knotted up at two on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Dothan and Auburn nodded at two at the Auburn High School Baseball Complex. Reed Woods will be the batter from the right side. Reed came into this weekend at a 2.57 average, two doubles, five RBIs, nine hits for Reed in this weekend, but reaching base at a 400 clip. Reed, not going to wow you with power. Finds his way on base 40% of the time, though, coming into this weekend. He takes a called strike one on the curveball. And at long last, Auburn is, Auburn University, that is, is out of the eighth inning. Georgia puts up, get ready for this number, 16 runs in the eighth inning. and lead that one 24-7 at Plainsman Park. Think it's safe to say Auburn will drop the finale in this one. 2-1 pitch to Reed Woods. Getting back to action here is a called strike on a curveball. 2-2 to Woods. Swung on, lifted over to second base. That'll be an easy play for the Dothan second baseman, Connor Cody, who puts Reed Woods away. And that'll pass the baton to Jackson Mills. No at-bats yet for Mills on the weekend. 267 hitter coming into this weekend. 18 plate appearances. Two doubles, one RBI on four hits. Slugging 400, OPS of 789 for Jackson Mills in eight games played. First pitch by Hewitt to him is swung on and missed for strike one. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Misses outside and it's 1-1. One one. One's wild. Here's the pitch to Mills. Fouls it back to the screen. Here's a 1-2 pitch to Mills. 
This is line at the shortstop. No, that's over his head for a base hit. Jackson Mills is aboard with a single. Nice piece of hitting on one, two. Reaches out, shoots one over the shortstop, Blake Wynn. So a nice piece of hitting by Jackson Mills to find his way on. It'll pass it down to Silas Mason, the designated hitter for today, getting the game off behind the plate after catching for three straight games. First pitch is a curveball that ooh, drops in on the inside corner for strike one. Mason has already had a couple of clutch hits on the weekend. Takes the 0-1 pitch down and out for ball one. Looking around the rest of the SEC, South Carolina on their way to winning a series over Missouri in Columbia, South Carolina, that is. can see how that might be a little confusing. 1-1 pitch to Mason, swing and a miss. Here's a 1-2-2, Mason. Cut on and chopped foul over to the Auburn dugout. Nice snag over there by Jason Norton. Silas Mason getting set, not before a check over to first. As they check on Jackson Mills. He is back in. One-two count, runner goes, pitches the ball, throw down to second base. Oh, they say he got him. They dropped the ball, though. Yes, and he dropped the ball. They'll call him safe. Jackson Mills with a stolen base. As the shortstop, Blake Wynn came over to put the tag down. I don't know if he actually put the tag on Mills. The infield umpire called him out. Then the ball caromed away from his glove. Now they call him safe. So the Dothan skipper will come out to argue the call and to ask what's going on here. Looking elsewhere in the sporting world, Florida Atlantic and Kansas State in the Elite Eight are underway. 11 minutes to go in the first half of that one. Florida Atlantic leads Kansas State by two, 20 to 18. I'm not sure why, but we're going to get a discussion with the umpire. The infield umpire has the call, is essentially standing in the way of the view of the home plate umpire. So there's no way he's going to be able to see it any better. However, we will conference with a 2-2 pitch due to Silas Mason. Right now, Jackson Mills is safe down at second base. I don't see any reason why they will overturn this, and they will not. He's safe at second base. The Dothan manager still pleading his case. Still pleading his case and kind of showing with the left hand. He's got it raised up like he's got a glove and a baseball in it. I think he's saying that Cade, or Blake win that is, I think he's saying his shortstop tried to present that he had the ball to the umpire after the tag, and that was when he lost it. The infield umpire says that that was not the case. 
The Dothan manager disagrees. But to his chagrin, don't think he's going to win that argument. So two and two, Jackson Mills with a stolen base. He'll be at second base after all of that. And Silas Mason will be doing a 2-2 pitch, trying to bring home the go-ahead run here in the bottom of the second. Two-two pitch to Mason. Curveball drops in there for strike three. A very muted strike three call by the home plate umpire. That's now twice today on a looking strike three. We've seen a home plate umpire not give any physical confirmation of a punch out or anything like that, that there's been a strike three. Here's the first pitch to Connor Cosby now, the lineup flipping over. Cole Hewitt still on the bump for the Wolves. That one misses outside. Cosby walked in the first inning. It would be Jace Norton after him, who already has a home run on the day. Hewitt's pitch misses outside. It's 2 0. Auburn attempting to go 3-1 on the weekend. There's a 2-0 pitch to Connor Cosby. Misses out, and it's 3-0. The righty Hewitt comes home to Connor Cosby. Strike is called right at the knees for Connor. So the Auburn center fielder will be due a 3-1 pitch. Here's the hitter's count pitch. This is swung on and driven into right field. Back on it is the right fielder, but he runs it down on the run in the right center field gap. Nice play by Hayes McCorkle. Ball not traveling as well today. Jace Norton did hit it out earlier. Ball doesn't seem to be carrying since then. Headed to the top of the third, though. Knotted at two are the Dothan Wolves and the Auburn High School Tigers. We'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Is there anything more important than preserving your family memories? At Camera Graphics, that is our business. From the complete line of Canon, Nikon, or Sony cameras and accessories, to professional printing, to the area's finest custom frame shop, we can help you choose the right equipment, teach you to use it, print your pictures, and frame them too. Camera Graphics is also your source for any type of video transfer services. From old 8mm movies to VCR tapes, or just videos clogging up your phone, we can preserve those memories for you. We also offer the highest quality photocopying and restoration services. Come by today or check us out on the web at cameragraphics.net. Auburn High School Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Go Tigers! 
Patrick Davidson out for his third inning of work for the Auburn High School Tigers. Deadlocked at two here at the Auburn High School Baseball Complex. Dothan Wolves, the visiting team in this second game of the doubleheader. Auburn fell to Hoover earlier today, trying to pick up their third win of the weekend, though, with two wins over Hartzell last night. And the first pitch to number 10, Stokes Halford, is high for ball one. Halford into a fielder's choice his first time up on a bunt attempt. He swings through the 1-0 pitch, and it's 1-1. One one. NCAA tournament action, Florida Atlantic with a 24-18 lead over the Kansas State Wildcats. 1-1 one, one pitch. Must have missed outside, 2-1. Make that 24-20 as Kansas State on the attack, as we said that. Gets a foul and one. Gets a bucket and one, that is. 2-1, swing and a miss by Stokes-Halford. And it's 2-2. Two and two. Here's the 2-2 pitch from Davidson. Foul to the right side. Two and two the count, Patrick Davidson working from the right side. Against the righty, Stokes Hallford comes home. Curveball misses high. Looked like a curve out of his hands. So the count runs full to the first batter of the Dothan top of the third. Three two pitch. Cut on and miss strike three. Patrick Davidson's fifth strikeout of the day. And that'll turn things over to Kingsley Lucas, the Dothan catcher that singled his first time up. Came around to score on the Hayes-McCorkle double. Davidson's first pitch to him. Just on the outside half for strike one. Oh, one from Davidson, misses up and in. I would like to see a little bit more definitive, or maybe a def definity? Is that how you say that? 1-1 one, one pitch flight into right field. Under it is Michael Daniel. He's got it for out number two. And that'll make room for Max Conley, the DH, who struck out his first time up. I'd like to see the home plate umpires be more definitive with the call. <laughs> you got a vocal strike call and then about three seconds in between that and the physical sign of a strike. Hard to hear up here. Ground ball on the infield to Jace Norton at short. Vacuums it up and pegs it over to first base, and the Tigers are out of the inning. One, two, three, go the Wolves. We head to the bottom of the third inning. Two, two, Auburn and Dothan knotted up. You'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. 
visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Look out, Gorey's Furniture Express is bursting at the seams, but it's not a structural issue. You don't need to wear a hard hat. Just get to Gorey's now and take home all the top quality furniture you can, because they've got it wall to wall. So you get great pricing and always outstanding customer service. Just bring your truck and enjoy your new furniture that day, or delivery is available. Gorey's, Highway 169, Opelika. Gorey's Furniture Express, your express way to save Auburn High School Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee, your home of light favorites and the Tigers. Cole Hewitt out for his third inning of work for the Dothan Wolves. It'll be the two, three, and four hitters for Auburn, Jace Norton, Henry Allen, and Braden Fox. Good work by the Auburn pitching staff and defense to go one, two, three there in a third inning. Turn it over to the bats to try and take the lead here in the bottom of the third. In a 2-2 ball game, two hits apiece for these squads. One error for Auburn. That run came around to score as well. Difference in the ball game. First pitch is in there for strike one. Oh and one the count. Curveball drops in there for strike two. Jason Norton. Visibly frustrated with that one. Nobody out. We're in the bottom of the third inning. Auburn and Dothan knotted up at two. Delivery from Hewitt. Grounded on the infield over the third. Up with it is the third baseman. Bobbled it. And then not in time over at first base. Jace Norton runs down the line. Don't think he knew that the ball had gotten away from the first baseman. Norton beats out the throw that got by first base. Think I'd give him a hit there maybe. It's going to be a tough play for the third baseman going to his right. It will be a hit for Jace Norton. So the Auburn shortstop finds his way on on 0-2 pitch. And that will make way for the dangerous Henry Allen. Been fairly quiet this weekend thus far. Just means he's due. The 0-1, the first pitch drops in for a strike, and it's 0-1. 0-1 pitch waved at and missed by Allen. It's nothing in two very quickly. Jace Norton reaches on 0-2 infield single. See if Henry Allen can reach on an 0-2 hit as well. He cannot as he swings through the 0-2 curveball, and he is down on strikes. Henry had a fairly rough day at the plate so far. Does have a couple of walks. Struck out in the first inning of the game earlier today. Strikes out again here. That'll make way for Braden Fox, the cleanup man. Batting from the left side, takes a first pitch slider for a strike on the outer half. It's 0-1. Auburn getting ready for area play as Fox sees the 0-1 pitch dive down and out for a ball. It'll be Smith Station first, Central the next weekend, and then Opelika. Like 
One and one, the count on Braden Fox. And the pitch misses outside to run it to two and one. Runner down at first base. One out in the bottom of the third inning. Auburn and Dothan nodded at two. Pitch to Braden Fox, not close, three and one. Braden also had a tough day this morning at the plate. Did have one hit. As the 2-2 pitch misses out. The 3-2 pitch, and I, I just I don't get the lack of definity by the umpire. A 3-2 pitch, and it's a close pitch. It hits the black on the outside corner. It is a strike three, but there's no sort of punch out, no call for two or three seconds. Braden Fox does strike out to make room for Michael Daniel. One and oh, the count on Daniel as the curveball dives in, forces him out of the way. Norton at first. Here's a 1-0. Outside, two balls and no strikes on Michael Daniel, the right fielder for the Tigers. Florida Atlantic up six against Kansas State. That's seven and a half minutes left to go in the first half. 2-0 pitch is Called a strike. Don't know if it was one. And a 2-1. Daniel swings and misses. 2-2. Two and two. Two's wild across the board with a 2-2 two -two count, two outs in a 2-2 two -two ball game. Going to make it even better. Two hits for Dothan. Pitch by Hewitt, swinging a miss, strike three. And that's how the Tigers will go down in the inning. Three straight strikeouts by Cole Hewitt, and he is cooking through three. We head to the top of the fourth game, moving along here at Auburn High School Baseball Complex. We're almost halfway home, as it will be a new pitcher for the Auburn Tigers coming in. We'll give you the numbers when we come back on the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. yourself by switching to our Visa Platinum credit card or secure Visa credit card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. This is Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county, we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices, one in Auburn, one in Opelika, and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve you. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee.
Jake Sampson is the new pitcher. Well, the Auburn High School Tigers, the senior, will come on as the right-handed pitcher on the season. Jake Sampson, six appearances, no record with a 722 ERA. Jake in 10 and two-thirds innings pitched. Giving up 13 hits, 13 runs, 11 of them earned. 12 walks, 8 strikeouts, and 58 batters faced. Opponents reaching base at a 466 clip with four wild pitches and two hit batsmen for Jake Sampson. The righty Jake on to try and set down the Dothan order here in the top of the fourth inning. To do so, he'll have to go through the 5, 6, and 7 hitters. And the first pitch is a big old hooking curve ball that drops in there for strike one. Here's the 0-1, misses high and in, and it's 1-1. One and one. one and one to count. Jake Sampson delivers home. Fastball high, it'll be 2-1. Two on pitch. Curveball just stays upstairs and runs it to three and one. It's gone final at Plainsman Park. Auburn wins the series but drops game three. Three one is swung on and missed here at Auburn High School Baseball Complex. Georgia wins that one 24 to seven. Auburn got it to within one run in the seventh inning on a Bryson Ware three run shot. But from there it was all Georgia bats. 3-2, popped up. I believe that will get out of play behind us. NCAA tournament action. Kansas State has taken the lead over Florida Atlantic, 32-31. Check that. Florida Atlantic hits a three. They go back up by two. About four and a half left to go in the first half. 3-2 pitch from Sampson misses low and outside, and that's a walk to Hayes McCorkle, who's had – Two successful base hits on the day. At-bats, that is, not base hits. It'll be number 18, Tucker Watkins, the first baseman. Flew out his first time up. He'll be tasked with continuing this inning's success for the Dothan Wolves. First pitch. I guess missed low. Maybe a little out, 1-0. McCorkle at first base. Auburn infield looking for two. There's a 1-0. Drops down and out of the strike zone, 2-0. Jake's throwing six balls and only two strikes. Trying to find the zone against the Dothan first baseman who bats from the right side. Slightly open stance. Here is the 2-0 pitch. Skips up there, and it's 3-0. Sampson doesn't seem locked into the strike zone. Got to hope that that changes over the next few minutes. 
Sampson peers in. 3-0 and oh the count. Have to think fastball coming. It does, and it's in there for a called strike one. Sampson part of a few Auburn High School sports teams. Basketball last season. Baseball the last two years, 3-1. Here it is. Misses low, and that's a walk. So two straight walks to open up this inning. Essentially, Dothan going to start out this top of the fourth with runners on first and second. Third baseman Eli Moore will be the batter number eight on this Dothan squad. That's from the left side. Struck out his first time up against Patrick Davidson, who finished the day with three innings pitched. Five strikeouts, two hits, gave up two runs on those two hits. Here's the first pitch to Moore. Misses, and misses down. Here's the 1-0. Strike one. That gets away from Waldrop, the catcher, though. He'll chase it to the backstop. Looks like a curveball that just got away from Waldrop underneath his legs. Eli Moore took a big cut at it. So the count is 1-1, one and one, but the Dothan base runners move up to second and third. Dothan's in business. Tommy Carter out of the dugout. He'll speak with the home plate umpire. Carter may be asking whether that was fouled at the plate. Don't think I heard a tick. Either way, a 1-1 pitch is due. Sampson delivers it to Moore and misses down and in 2-1. Jake's thrown 16 pitches. 13 have been balls. Only three have been strikes. Trying to find the zone. This is tapped to the left side. Third baseman comes home. Do they have him? Yes, they do. A nice play by Jackson Mills coming home to get the runner coming from third. And Hayes McCorkle makes a strong throw to Tanner Waldrop behind the dish. The tag is applied. And the game stays knotted at two. There you go, Jake Sampson. And there's one down in the inning. And now with a runner on first, Auburn a pitch away from getting out of this one with nobody scoring. First pitch, curveball, strike one. Now Jake's found it. Oh, and one to count. One out in the top of the fourth inning. Dothan and Auburn nodded at two. Bunted right back to the pitcher. Runner coming home. They'll go home with it, and another one. He is out again. Two straight plays at the plate. This time, it's Jake Sampson 
who throws it home to Tanner Waldrop. Waldrop right there. This one a little bit easier time tagging the runner coming home as the throw beat the runner well in advance. Waldrop just had to apply the tag. To be honest, questionable decision for the base runner to break home there. That was bunted right at Jake Sampson. He just fielded it, made a good throw home. Waldrop put the tag down. And now Auburn is even in better shape to get out of this inning unscathed. So the batter will be number 17, Landon Jenkins, as Connor Cody hits into that play at the plate. Samson's first offering hits Jenkins, or did it get by? believe it got by Jenkins, actually, just off the glove of Tanner Waldrop. Looked like that, or at least sounded like it caught Landon Jenkins maybe on the shoulder, but I guess it got through the wickets. So it'll be 1-0 to Jenkins, who struck out his first time up in the second inning. Patrick Davidson set him down. Jake Sampson, the right-hander, now with runners on second and third, comes home and delivers a ball high. Just over 20 pitches for Jake now. 2-0 pitch comes home high and up, and it's 3-0. Sampson's only thrown five strikes, and no runs have come across. And he's got two outs. Three-zero pitch, right down Broadway. Three and one now. The count. Jake Sampson works from the wine. Here's a 3-1 pitch. Got it on the outside corner. A delayed call once again by the home plate umpire. But it's in there, and the count is full. So Sampson is a pitch away. Kicks and deals. On the inside half, strike three. Jake Sampson comes back from 3-0 down to set down the Dothan order. No runs, check this out, no runs on no hits and no errors in the inning. That one going to look like an easy inning. It was anything but that. But Jake Sampson retires the Dothan order. And the score remains at 2-2. Two to two. Headed to the bottom of the fourth inning. It's Dothan 2, Auburn 2. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. The Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. Are you ready for a great day? 
Car Stereo Shop is the place where you'll find the best in car audio and custom installations for your car, truck, or SUV. And we've got what you need to customize all of your toys, too. We specialize in complete audio systems for ATVs, UTVs, side-by-sides, and more. And if you want to be the loudest in the area, check out our custom tops from ProBox right now at The Car Stereo Shop, 1914 Opelika Road in Auburn. Auburn High School Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Go Tigers! Tanner Waldrop will be the leadoff batter in the bottom of the fourth inning. Waldrop a three-for-four day against Hoover with an inside-the-park home run. Takes the first pitch way outside for ball one. Flew out his first time up to center field. 1-0 pitch, swing and a miss. FAU with a slight lead over Kansas State, 38-36. Boy, K-State had a layup and just missed it. I mean, just straight up missed an open layup. 1-1, way out, 2-1. That one, Auburn fans may remember, coming off the hand of former Auburn commitment, Desi Sills. 2-1 pitch. Misses out, 3-1. Florida Atlantic increases that lead to three just before halftime in that one. 3-1. Slides in for strike two. Pretty looking pitch. From Cole Hewitt. Wouldn't be surprised to see that one again. 3-2 pitch. Runs inside, hits Waldrop in the foot. So he'll pay for ball four, but he'll be on base. Tigers have the go-ahead run on base. Waldrop will come off now. It'll be Walt Williams coming in, the junior, to run for Tanner Waldrop. And now stepping in, Reed Woods, the second baseman, who popped up to second base his first time up. Auburn's got a leadoff runner to work with here in the top, in the bottom of the fourth inning. 2-2, your score. Woods squares to bunt, and he does out in front. Play will be made. It's thrown over the first baseman's head, and Reed is safe at first. Backing up the play was the second baseman, Cody. So runners will stay at first and second. But a throwing error by the catcher, Kingsley Lucas, will put runners at first and second for the Auburn Tigers. That'll make way for Jackson Mills, singled in his first at bat. Runners on first and second with nobody out. Mills squared to bunt, pulled it back, and took a strike on the outer half. It's 0-1. Oh, one pitch to Mills, bunted at, popped up, right to the pitcher, Hewitt. That'll be an out one. And Auburn can't get the bunt down. It's just something that you got to remember. When you're sacrifice bunting, your job is not to get on base. I think Jackson got caught trying to run his way on as he stabbed at that one and poked it up in the air. 
That'll make it the job for Silas Mason, who stands in, takes a first pitch curveball that almost hit him in the elbow. Oh, one the count. One down in the inning. Mason rips it, but foul down the left field line, and it's 0-2. Reed Woods reaches on the error after Tanner Waldrop is hit by a pitch. And there are runners at first and second. Pitch to Mason. Strike three, I guess. <laughs> yes, strike three. A curveball swings in on the inside corner. And I tell you, I, I don't think I've ever seen it, but both umpires today actually... The first umpire did it sometimes, didn't do it other times, but this umpire doesn't have a punch out of any kind. And the strike three call is not very loud. So Auburn hitters a lot of times are kind of staring back and then realizing they've struck out. Connor Cosby, the batter, takes a ball out. Want to know the count. 1-0. Cut on and foul back to the screen, 1-1. One Auburn started off this inning with two straight base runners. Jackson Mills couldn't get the bunt down. Silas Mason strikes out looking. One-one pitch is misses. Two and one now the count. Connor Cosby. He did have a two-out double. Drove in a run in today's game against Hoover. Takes a 2-1 pitch outside for 3-1 count now. Florida Atlantic has blown that lead back up to six before the first half against Kansas State in the Elite Eight. 3-1 pitch off the plate and then some called a strike. 3-2 the count. Runnels will be off with the pitch with two down here in the inning. Cosby, the center fielder, gets the pitch from Hewitt, reaches out, and bumps it foul over the Auburn dugout. We'll do the 3-2 again. Hewitt, the pitcher, has gone three and two-thirds innings trying to keep Auburn at bay. Auburn would like to force him out of the game. 3-2 to Cosby. Misses up. And Cosby walks. Tell you what, it, it's just so odd. you got to wait on the call because you don't know if he's called it a ball or a strike. There's no motion made. So the base is loaded now for Jace Norton. Norton already with a home run and a single today. Curveball first pitch. It's the same pitch to Connor Cosby, and it drops in for strike one. All right. Here's the 0-1 pitch to Jace. Curveball card a strike on the outside corner and then some. Norton down 0-2. Base is loaded. 
Auburn with a go-ahead run down at third base. Two outs in the inning. Curve ball. Strike three. My goodness. Call the pitch. Strike three on Jace Norton. And Auburn's out of luck in the fourth inning. Two to two, your score. My goodness gracious, having to wait on the call up here. Apologize for it, folks. We're back after 60 seconds on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Hello, this is Coley Trant from Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. Auburn High School Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee, your home of light favorites and the Tigers. 2-2 your score as we play on in the top of the fifth inning. Jake Sampson out for a second inning of work. And the Dothan Wolves will head to the plate after Auburn is out of luck in the bottom of the fourth. Auburn threatened, loaded the bases there with two outs. Jason Norton strikes out on the curveball. And now Jake Simpson, Sampson, working in the top of the fifth, delivers a first pitch strike. And it's 0 and 1 to the Dothan leadoff hitter, Blake Wynn, the shortstop, who has reached on an error and struck out today. There is a 1 1 count to him. Fouls the 1 1 pitch over the Auburn dugout. One-two pitch coming from Jake Sampson. Here it is. Curveball chopped foul. Oh, and the Auburn duckout can't make the play. <laughs> A barehanded Auburn substitution down there. Up against the rails trying to make the play. Sands glove. The one-two misses high from Sampson. It's two and two. Foul. Oh, and the Dothan manager can't make the play this time. At the half, Florida Atlantic and Kansas State in the NCAA basketball tournament. Florida Atlantic 42, Kansas State 38. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Cut on and miss, strike three. J. 
Jake Sampson sits down his second hitter of the day. And there's one down for Stokes. Halford, who hit into a fielder's choice, came around to score and then struck out in the third inning. We're at Auburn High School Baseball Complex. Jack Hudden with you on the Auburn High School Sports Network. Dothan 2, Auburn 2. One out top of the fifth inning. Auburn loaded the bases up in the bottom of the fourth. Couldn't stretch a run across. First pitch is bunted at and fouled off by Halford. It's nothing in one. Hoping for a slightly more pronounced strike call behind the plate. Give you the information a little quicker here. 0-1 from Sampson. Hit right back up the middle. Woods is there. Can't make the play. Tough hop, but one that I think Reed would tell you he should have had. So that'll be an error on the Auburn second baseman. Tough error, I think. But don't know if I'd call it a hit. It did give him a hit. Okay. Well, there you go. Tough play for Reed Woods. Certainly a tough play. Had to come on from the right side, get a short hop. Caromed off the glove of Sampson, so maybe that's why you get the hit. Nonetheless, runner at first base. This one chopped on the infield. Woods with another chance. Grabs it, throws to first in time to get Kingsley Lucas, and there are two down in the inning. Down to second goes Halford. And the Wolves will have a chance to bring in a run with Max Conley in a runner in scoring position. Struck out in the first, grounded out to short in the third. Auburn would love an 0-for-3 day from Max Conley to get back into the dugout. Sampson delivers a first pitch, a ball outside. It's 1-0. Symmetrical scoreboard up there right now, Dothan and Auburn, both with two runs in the first, no runs since for either team, both with three hits and both with one error. one pitch is a ball that misses up. 2-0 now the count to Max Conley, the designated hitter. Sampson to the belt. Fires the 2-0, swung on and missed. Strike one. Two and one the count now on Max Connolly. Auburn trying to move to 11 and seven overall. Dothan, a 500 record at nine and nine, trying to move to 10 and nine on the year. Sampson, the curveball home is in there for a called strike two. Two's wild. 
Here is the pitch from Jake Sampson. No, he'll step off. As Conley must have called time at the batter's box. Conley wears the above the ankle pants. Doesn't pull them up to his knees, but just barely shows the socks. The old school look for Conley. This one's fouled to the right side. Personally, a fan of the Jake Sampson stirrups and striped socks he's got on. Two to the count. Two out. Sampson comes home. Chopped on the infield. Two third. Mills comes on. Handles the short hop on to first base. They can't get it. A run's going to score. Henry Allen tried to dig it out of the dirt as the throw from Mills was low. Allen tried to get and couldn't. Fell on his back as he tried to get after that one. And smart base running there by Stokes Halford to come around and score. Give the air to Jackson Mills, his second of the day. A runner at first, and now it's Hayes McCorkle, who doubled in the first inning and walked in the fourth. A one pitch due to Hayes McCorkle after a strike is called. Roped up the middle. That's a base hit. Around second base goes Conley. He'll drive into third. Here comes the throw. It's not in time. And now runners are on the corners with two down in the inning. And I believe that's going to be all she wrote for Jake Sampson is here comes Tommy Carter out of the Auburn High School dugout. We'll see if it's just a mound visit. Sure, he'd love to see his senior finish off the inning. Dothan will huddle up. Auburn will huddle up. And that'll be all for Jake Sampson. We'll get a new pitcher on the call to the bullpen. Dothan with runners on the corners when we come back. 3-2 Wolves lead the Tigers now in the top of the fifth inning. We'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Follow the Auburn High Tigers here on 96.3 W. Lee. Part of the Auburn Network family of stations. 
New pitcher for the Auburn High School Tigers. It's the side armor. Cooper Hardy, the senior, will come on. Seven appearances, a 7.3 ERA with a 2-0 record. Seven and two-thirds innings pitch. Nine hits, eight runs, all of them earned. Eight walks with six strikeouts on 41 batters faced. Opponents reaching base at a 537 clip on Cooper Hardy. No wild pitches, five hit batsmen. One balk on the season, five stolen bases against and 138 total pitches for Cooper Hardy. He'll be called upon to retire number 18, Tucker Watkins, who stands in. After the two-out single by Hayes McCorkle, as well as the error before him at third base for the Tigers. That allowed a run to score. Max Conley down at third. Hayes McCorkle at first. Ball gets by Tanner Walter to the dish. He comes. Throw home, and he's safe. Max Conley slides in just ahead of the tag as the pitch got by Tanner Waldrop. To the backstop he went. He was able to pick it up, get it home to Hardy, who put the tag down. But Conley got that foot in just ahead of it. So another run is home. 4-2, to two, Dothan leads, top of the fifth. Auburn's offense still with nine outs to work with. They're going to have to heat up. Chopped out in front of the plate, foul, Tucker Watkins, as this rolls down the left field line. Watkins has flown out the left and walked on the day. Open stance from the right side, runner down at second base is McCorkle. One-one from Hardy in there for a called strike two, and it's one and two. Albert has come back to tie or take the lead down at least three in every game this weekend. It did end up falling to Hoover as that two-one pitch misses out two and two now. That one-two pitch that is. Auburn will have to come back from at least a two-run deficit here. Already have in this game when they put up two runs in the first inning, answering the Wolves' two runs. 2-2 two -two pitch from Hardy. Misses low, and it's full. Can Cooper Hardy get the Tigers out of this jam? Get him to the fifth and get him some life. The side armor comes home. Big swing and a miss by Tucker Watkins, and Cooper Hardy works out of the jam. Not before allowing the run to come home, but he does keep one at second base. A couple of runs on two hits, an error, and one man left on in the inning. We go to the bottom of the fifth. It's Dothan 4, Auburn 2 on the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Teamwork is key to winning on the baseball field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fitner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission? Serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you, you get the best of both worlds, low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want, or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for next semester. The Auburn High School Tigers play here. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Henry Allen will get the comeback started for the Blue and White. 4-2, Dothan on top of the Tigers. Auburn in need of a base runner. That may be a blast here. Bottom of the fifth inning, still plenty of time for the Tigers. Love to get busy, though. That'll help as there's a base hit through the left side. Henry Allen with his first hit of the day. They're good for Henry, knocking one through the left side. And Auburn's got the leadoff man on again. Nothing too fancy. Out in front, rips it through the 5-6 hole, and he makes way for Braden Fox. Fox takes a first pitch. Must have hit outside. So 1-0. Looked good. May have drifted just outside. Allen gets his lead from first base. Couple of steps off. Pitch by Hewitt. Is in the same spot and a little more outside, and it's called a strike. Goodness gracious. Braden Fox from the left side. 1-1 one, one pitch to him. Cut on and missed. Strike two. Braden having a little trouble seeing the ball today, I think. A lot of swings and miss from Fox. See if he can get right here. The one-two pitch. Cut on and miss strike three. Tough day for Braden Fox. A fly out and two swinging strikeouts. So he'll leave it for Michael Daniel, the right fielder. Michael has flown out to right and struck out in this one. Walked and singled earlier today against Hoover. Also had two strikeouts in that one. Takes the first pitch low for ball one. Henry Allen down at first base. Daniel represents the tying run. Auburn down to eight outs to work with. Pitch to Daniel. Misses out. It's 2-0. Henry Allen, who came into this weekend with a 1-3-7-5 OPS. Collects his first hit since last night. 2-0 pitch, misses out. It's 3-0 to Michael Daniel, the Auburn right fielder. On deck would be Tanner Waldrop. 3-0. A 3-0 curveball is in there for strike one. That's an interesting pitch on 3-0. 
Pitch is grounded on the infield. Could be two. Flip to second for one on to first. Not in time. Michael Daniel runs it out, and that'll give Tanner Waldrop a chance to hit. Allen retired on the fielder's choice. Not hit quite hard enough to be able to get Michael Daniel running. Who runs fairly well. Turned over to Tanner Waldrop now. Who bats from the left side with two outs. Big cut and a miss. And it's 0-1. Cole Hewitt up over 100 pitches now, the right-hander. Have to think this is the last inning for him. The righty winds and fires from the stretch and plugs it right down Main Street for strike two. Waldrop from the left side. Runner down at first base is Michael Daniel. Tigers down two. Could use a couple of two-strike hits. They're not going to get it as that one's in the turf and swung on and missed by Tanner Waldrop. So three strikes ends the inning. And we head to the top of the sixth. Auburn trailing Dothan 4-2. Need three outs to get back into the dugout. We'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Look out, Gorey's Furniture Express is bursting at the seams. But it's not a structural issue. You don't need to wear a hard hat. Just get to Gorey's now and take home all the top quality furniture you can because they've got it wall to wall. So you get great pricing and always outstanding customer service. Just bring your truck and enjoy your new furniture that day or delivery is available. Gorey's, Highway 169, Opelika. Gorey's Furniture Express, your express way to save me. 96.3 W. Leeds, WGZZ, HD2, Waverly, and W242 AX, Auburn, Opelika. 96.3 W. Follow the Auburn High Tigers here on 96.3 W. Lee. Part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Brendan Bryant on for Auburn here at the top of the sixth inning. The senior comes in for his second appearance of the weekend. Eight appearances on the season. 3-0 and with a 2.62 ERA. 11 and two-thirds innings pitched. 11 hits. Seven runs, four of them earned. Six walks, 10 strikeouts, and 50 batters faced. Opponents reaching base at a 400 clip with three wild pitches and three hit batsmen for Brendan Bryant. Third senior on the mound for the Auburn Tigers in this one. Right out of the gate in the second half, Kansas State has tied things up against FAU, who took a four-point lead into the locker room. And they've just hit a shot to go up by two. So the Wildcats lead the Florida Atlantic Owls. First pitch from Bryant in there for a called strike one. Brendan Bryant, the lefty. 
Worked a clean inning last night against Hartzell. 0-1 pitch. Waved at and missed. Strike two. Eli Moore, the batter. Third baseman has struck out and grounded out to third on the day. On the evening, we'll call it. There's an 0-2 pitch cut on and missed. Auburn will have to throw it down to first. They will in time. One batter, one strikeout for Brendan Bryant. Eli Moore strikes out for the second time today. And now it's Connor Cody, who was hit by a pitch back in the second inning. Then hit into a fielder's choice as the runner was thrown out in home at home plate, that is. Reached first, but no further. First pitch is a ball to him. 1-0 the count. Bryant, the senior, works home. Strike one on the inside half. Bit of a late call, but it was there. One and one to count. One down, top of the sixth inning. Dothan on top of Auburn, 4-2 to two at the Auburn High School Baseball Complex. Brendan Bryant's 1-1 pitch sails over the head of Tanner Waldrop to the right side. I think he lost control of that one on the way down. Maybe on the way up. Two and one for the lefty. Comes home with it. This is flown into left field, and he never saw it. Fox never saw it. Norton chasing after it. He's going to run it down. That's going to be a double for Connor Cody. Braden Fox never saw that one off the bat. That was hit down the left field line. Jace Norton, who recognized what was going on, sprinted on a tear out to where it landed and is able to hold Cody to just a double. So that's unfortunate, but Auburn got to stay in this here. Can't let that runner come home and push this up to three runs. Landon Jenkins, the batter now. The left fielder has struck out twice today. First pitch, strike right down the middle by Brendan Bryant. Florida Atlantic takes the lead back over Kansas State, 47-44 now. Brendan Bryant, the southpaw at the belt, delivers a slider home that misses outside. Dothan order getting set to turn over back to Blake Wynn at the top. First a 1-1 pitch due to Landon Jenkins, the left fielder in the nine spot. Misses low and in, and it's 2-1. Brendan Bryant, the left-hander, peers in. Now we'll give an odd back to second and come home and miss. And it's three and one. Missed inside and low that time. As Jenkins went dancing out of the way. Nine spot has not been too kind to Auburn on the weekend. Hitting 333 with a home run. A double and three RBIs in four games. 
3-1 is flown deep into center field, but Connor Cosby ranges back and is under that one. He'll make the grab. He'll throw on to third base. Norton runs it down. They almost make a play on the runner at third. Advancing on the play is number six, Connor Cody. He's in there sliding. Strong throw by Connor Cosby and almost pulled off with Jason Norton. Moving to his right to get that one and throw it to Mills at third. Runner at third, two down for the Dothan Wolves. Lineup flips over to Blake Wynn. Big at bat here. Grounded on the infield. Over to first. Henry Allen has it. Flips to the covering. Brendan Bryant, and he's out. PFP's paying off there as Bryant gets over to the bag, and the Dothan Wolves are retired. No runs. One hit. No errors, and one man left on as we move on to the bottom of the sixth inning. Tigers need two runs. They've got six outs to work with on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Cole Hewitt out for yet another inning. Variety is over 100 pitches already. Was over 100 pitches in the fifth inning. And will come out again. And it'll be up to Auburn to get after him. 4-2, Dothan leads this. Auburn will need two runs to tie. Three to win over the next six outs. Reed Woods, the batter for the Tigers, takes a ball outside. Here's a 1-0 pitch. Drops in there for a called strike one. One and one to count on Reed Woods. The Auburn second baseman has popped out. Reached on an error. He lines the 1-1 pitch into center field, but ranging over is the center fielder. Stokes Halford. And there's one down in the inning. So Woods retired. And it'll be Jackson Mills, the batter from the left side. Mills singled in the second, popped out to the pitcher on a bunt in the fourth. He grounds this one weekly to second. Handled over there at second base by Connor Cody, and the peg to first is in time to get Mills. 
The first two batters have gone quietly here in the sixth inning for Auburn. Silas Mason, the batter, from the right side. The Auburn DH lines one on the infield over to shortstop. Throw is in the dirt, but handled over there by the first baseman, Tucker Watkins. And the Dothan Wolves are out of the inning. We head to the seventh. Auburn needs three outs. And then needs to come back after three outs. Four to two, no runs, no hits, no errors in the inning. We'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county, we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices, one in Auburn, one in Opelika, and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve serve you. Reward yourself by switching to our Visa Platinum Credit Card or Secure Visa Credit Card. At Four Seasons Federal Credit Union, our competitive rates, no annual fees, and no fees for balance transfers and cash advances are how we reward our members. Apply in person or online now at apply.fourseasonsfcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Subject to approval. Equal opportunity lender. Ask for details. Auburn High School Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Go Tigers! Top of the seventh inning, Dothan and Auburn. At battle here at the Auburn High School Baseball Complex, Dothan on top of Auburn 4-2 to two as we head to this top of the seventh inning. New pitcher for the Auburn Tigers, how about this? Senior Connor Cosby, who has not yet had an appearance at the varsity level pitching, will get his first chance here. The lefty will come on. Don't know the arsenal for Cosby. But as he comes in from center field, Auburn has to work around a couple pieces. Michael Daniel will be the new center fielder moving over from right. Braden Fox moves from left to right field. Jackson Mills goes from third base to left. Henry Allen will come from first base to third. And then checking into the ball game, Peyton Etheridge over at first base. Sir Auburn with a pretty large amount of substitutions for Connor Cosby to get his first action pitching on the season at, at, vars at the varsity level. First pitch is a fastball that misses high for ball one. Pretty good velo from Cosby there. One O pitch by Cosby. Here it is. Foul off the right side, one and one. Stokes Halford, the batter, center fielder, has singled, hit into a fielder's choice, and struck out on the day. The 1-1 pitch from Cosby. Here it is. Squares around a bunt. Did he pull it back in time? They'll say he did, and it's 2-1. and one. So Cosby will offer Stokes Halford. A 2-1 pitch. 
from the stretch. Here it is. Swing and a miss. Two and two. So Cosby, a strike away from picking up his first strikeout as an Auburn High School varsity baseball pitcher. That closed stance by Cosby comes home. Breaking ball misses outside two and two. Sorry, three and two. The count is full now. Looks like a closer out there with that closed stance. Pitch to him. He's rung up finally at home plate. Goodness gracious. Connor Cosby strikes out the batter. Number 10, Stokes Halford down on strikes for the second time today. Connor Cosby with his first varsity strikeout. It's overshadowed by the fact that the strikeout is not being called. One out in the inning. Strike one as Cosby drops in a breaker. Kansas State with a five-point lead over Florida Atlantic. Just over 13 to go in that one. 0-1 pitch it up the middle. Nice backhand stab. Woods had some trouble getting it out of the glove, but finally does and is able to make the peg over to first base for the out. Two down in the inning. Connor Cosby trying to work a 1-2-3 inning here. Max Conley, the designated hitter, has struck out, grounded out, reached on an error, and came around to score on a pass ball in the fifth inning. Cosby winds and delivers a slide piece, and they'll say he did go, a strike. It's 0-1. Cosby from the stretch. Works off the middle of the rubber. Here is the pitch. Fouled back. Nothing in two. Cosby a strike away from a 1-2-3 inning. Two outs. Auburn going to need some runs here in the bottom of the seventh inning. 0-2 pitch way outside. Wasted a breaking ball. It will be Connor Cosby to lead things off in the seventh inning. As Auburn gets the 1 2 3 hitters. 1 2 is flown down the right field line. After it is Etheridge. Don't think he'll be able to catch up to that one. No, he will not. One and two, the count still to Connor Cosby. Excuse me, from Connor Cosby to Max Conley, the Dothan-designated hitter. Only three hits on the day for Auburn. Likely going to need a few more in the seventh inning to steal this one away. Cosby comes home, breaking ball not even close. Two and two.
Two to the count, two outs, four to two. Dothan leads here in the top of the seventh inning. Cosby delivers the 2-2 pitch, just misses on the inner half. Just misses. And the count is full. Runners would be off with the pitch. However, there are no runners. 3-2. Flown into left field. Right there is Jackson Mills, though. He's under it. How about Connor Cosby? A zero ERA and a zero whip for the senior. And the Dothan Wolves are retired in the seventh. We go to the bottom of the seventh. Auburn needs two to tie, three to win on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. Are you ready for a great deal? A money-saving party. The Car Stereo Shop is the place where you'll find the best in car audio and custom installations for your car, truck, or SUV. And we've got what you need to customize all of your toys, too. We specialize in complete audio systems for ATVs, UTVs, side-by-sides, and more. And if you want to be the loudest in the area, check out our custom tops from ProBox right now at The Car Stereo Shop, 1914 Opelika Road in Auburn. Is there anything more important than preserving your family memories? At Camera Graphics, that is our business. From the complete line of Canon, Nikon, or Sony cameras and accessories, to professional printing, to the area's finest custom frame shop, we can help you choose the right equipment, teach you to use it, print your pictures, and frame them too. Camera Graphics is also your source for any type of video transfer services. From old 8mm movies to VCR tapes, or just videos clogging up your phone, we can preserve those memories for you. We also offer the highest quality photocopying and restoration services. Come by today or check us out on the web at cameragraphics.net. Follow the Auburn High Tigers here on 96.3 W. Lee. Part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Auburn started off there at bats against Dothan in the bottom of the first inning today with a Connor Cosby walk and a Jason Norton home run. That progression of events would do just fine here as Connor Cosby steps in from the left-handed batter's box in the bottom of the seventh. Down two are the Auburn Tigers. He goes up the middle with it, though. Nice play by the shortstop, but he can't make the throw in time. Cosby around first base, digging for second. The throw, he is in there safely. Cosby took a chance going to second base. He'll stay out of the double play at the very least. That's a big risk by Cosby. But he takes it and he gets there. 14, Cosby hit that one up the middle. A great play by the shortstop, Blake Wynn, going to his left. He's able to make a pretty strong throw. It's just off the mark. Gets by the first baseman over here. Cosby able to cruise into second base. Maybe not cruise, but makes it to second base. So that is a hit. And advancing to second on the error is Connor Cosby. First pitch to Jace Norton is a strike. Norton, the tying run now at the dish. Pitch to Jace. Swing and a miss. Cole Hewitt is still on the mound for the Dothan Wolves. I don't know how he's not over about 110 pitches at least. 0-2. Curveball dives down 1-2. One and two to the Auburn shortstop due. Here it is, flown into right field, right at the right fielder. 
Good one on it, but right at the right fielder, and Jace is retired. Henry Allen will be the next contestant from the right side. Now the third baseman as Mills moved to left in that substitution merry-go-round you saw an inning ago. Cosby at second, meaning Allen is the tying run. Cole Hewitt, who has gone six and a third inning today, has given up two runs on four hits. His defense committed an error behind him. He's also struck out eight on the day. Pitch to Allen. Cued into right. That'll get down for a base hit. Cosby will be held at third as the throw home is a good one, and the Auburn Tigers have the winning run coming to the dish and a tying run at first base. How about this? Here comes Cade Blue. The ankle injury has kept him out of being a player in this weekend's series, at least a lineup player, that is, or a player in the field, if you want to say. But Cade Blue will get a pinch-hitting opportunity here for Brandon Fox, for Braden Fox. Cade Blue, normally the everyday center fielder for the Tigers. Been battling an ankle injury. And head man Tommy Carter feeling comfortable enough to give him a go here, maybe give him a swing and win this thing in one swing. Henry Allen with the single to right field. Connor Cosby at third, Allen at first. Cole Hewitt will remain on the mound, the righty. Once again, I don't know how Cole Hewitt is not over maybe 115 pitches at this point. Cade Blue will bat from the left side. Oh, some heavy drama here at the Auburn High School baseball complex. First at bat of the weekend for Cade. First pitch misses outside for ball one. So here you go. Can the Auburn bats clutch up here in the bottom of the seventh inning? 1-0. Curveball. Misses up. 2-0. Cade Ballou, the batter. The Auburn commit gets the 2-0 pitch and loops this into off center field. That's a base hit. Coming home to score is Connor Cosby. It's 4-3, and the tying runs at second base. Hit it into short center field. Did Cade Ballou just looped it over the shortstop's head right in front of the center fielder out there, Stokes Halford. So now runners at first and second. The tying run at second, the winning run at first base in Cade Blue. I'm guessing Auburn is not going to pinch run for Cade Blue. It doesn't look like they will at least. Blue is walking a little gingerly off the field. So you can see the proof of that ankle injury, but wonder if they're going to keep him in and run. 
That'll be all for Cole Hewitt, who was left in for a long time today. I don't have a pitch count. I'm imagining it to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 115 to 120. Cole Hewitt threw a lot of pitches today. He will exit, leaving runners at first and second responsible for both of those. And a new pitcher will be on for the Dothan Wolves. We'll give you his information when we come back on the Auburn High School Sports Network. Tigers trying to tie this thing up in the bottom of the seventh. We'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Auburn High School Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee, your home of light favorites and the Tigers. Brody Lindsay will be the new pitcher for Dothan. The right-hander will be charged with the task of retiring Michael Daniel and Tanner Waldrop with runners at first and second. Dothan clinging to a one-run lead. This one getting tight late as just about all these games have for Auburn throughout this weekend. Henry Allen will be the runner at second base. Cade Blue, who singled to bring home a run just now, is at first. In his first at bat of the weekend, Blue's been battling an ankle injury. He'll stay in to run the bases. So here we go. Michael Daniel will be the batter. Michael flew out in the first, struck out in the third, and then hit into a fielder's choice in the fifth inning. 0 for 3 in this one could come up big with a hit right here. First pitch to him on the outside half for strike one. Lindsey wears number 14. Once again, the to the ankle pants. Here's the 0-1. Big swing and a miss by Daniel 0-2. Nine Auburn batters have struck out. Oh and one the count. Oh and two the count, that is, to Daniel. Pitch misses outside. One and two now. Can Auburn find the late magic as they did twice last night? The current center fielder for the Tigers stands in from the right side. Pitch by Lindsey. Cut on and missed strike three. Daniel down on strikes, and now that'll leave it to Tanner Waldrop, who was just in this position a night ago. Tanner, the Auburn University commit. Trying to tie this thing up with a base hit. Maybe win it with one in the gap. Waldrop will call timeout. Two outs. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning. Four to three. Dothan leads it. 
Auburn has out hit the Dothan Wolves and have not outscored them. First pitch to Waldrop. Outside for ball one. Tanner has flown out and struck out. Also hit by a pitch back in the third inning. In the foot it was. It was last night. He singled home the eventual game-winning run in the bottom of the sixth. 102 him. Back up the middle. Base hit in the center field. Around third base goes Henry Allen. Here comes the throw. It's cut off. The Tigers have tied it up. Tanner Waldrop does it again. How about Tanner Waldrop? Two huge hits this weekend to bring home the winning and tying runs in games on back-to-back -back days. And now the winning run at third base in Cade Blue. Just a seeing eye single that got underneath the glove of the second baseman, Connor Cody. Waldrop wants to stay in and run. I tell you, if you're Waldrop here, I'd almost not even take a lead. Reed Woods, your batter. A chance to walk it off for the Auburn Tigers. Bats from the right side with the open stance. Four to four, a brand new ball game. Tigers have scored two in the bottom of the seventh inning to tie this thing up over the Dothan Wolves. First pitch is in there for a called strike one. It's 0-1. Cade Blue, 90 feet away. 0-1 pitch. This is flown on the infield. Dothan over to grab it. They've got it for out number three, and Reed Woods is frustrated. But Auburn does what it needed to. They get the tying run across in the bottom of the seventh inning. Free baseball at Auburn High School Baseball Complex. It's 4-4 heading to the top of the eighth inning. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you, you get the best of both worlds, low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want, or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for next semester. 96.3 W. Leeds, WGZZ, HD2, Waverly, and W242 AX, Auburn, Opelika. 96.3 W. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Leeds. Free baseball at the Auburn High School Baseball Complex. Connor Cosby out for his second inning of work in the eighth. Auburn uses the one through six hitters. One through seven hitters, that is, in the 
bottom of the seventh inning. Score two runs and come back and tie this thing up as we head to the top of the eighth inning. And now, to get us going in the eighth, it'll be number five, Hayes McCorkle, who is doubled and singled on the day, also walked back in the fourth inning. Connor Cosby on for his second inning of work after not throwing an inning in varsity baseball all season and for the past however many years he's been <laughs> he's been playing for the past three years. He throws a 1-2-3 inning and pours in a strike on the first pitch of this one. 0-1. Misses inside, 1-1 one one now. NCAA tournament action. Florida Atlantic leading Kansas State once again. Five and a half minutes left to go in that one. A two-point lead for the Owls. Closed stance for Cosby, and a line drive is sent into right field. That's a base hit. Hayes McCorkle has been a thorn in Auburn's side today. Three for three and a walk. Tucker Watkins will follow him. First baseman for this Dothan squad. Flew out in the first inning. Walked in the fourth, then struck out swinging in the fifth. He squares around to bunt. Shows bunt. I think they're going to say he pulled it back. Want to know the count. Oh, and if they're bunting to give you an out, would try to do anything fancy. I'm Auburn here. Let them have it. 1-0 pitch. Squaring around a bunt and pulling it back is Tucker Watkins taking a ball in the inner half. 2-0 the count now. Connor could use a strike here. Runner at first in McCorkle, leaning back towards first base. Pitch is a strike. Tucker Watkins pulled it back, took the strike on the inside corner. Two and one. Coming up to get it. Play it short is made. Jace Norton has it, throws it to first. It gets away from first base. Etheridge runs it down. He's able to grab the ball before it gets too far away. The Dothan hitter, Tucker Watkins, squared to bunt. Henry Allen came up within about 20 feet. Watkins pulled the bat back and slashed it up the middle. Jace Norton made a really nice play going to his knees and sliding to his left. He's able to get up and stand on the bag. He threw it to first base. The ball caromed off of the Dothan dugout and back to Etheridge. Now they're saying Watkins belongs on second base. No, the home plate umpire will come back and point to first base. I think Dothan's argument was that it had hit off of some part of their dugout. I believe the bricking that surrounds the dugout, if it's not inside the actual dugout, it is still in the field of play. 
Dothan is pointing at the spot where it hit, but I believe the spot they're pointing at is still in play. Does that hit squarely on a brick wall? So there will be one runner at first base. Tucker Watkins will be the runner down there. The batter will be Eli Moore, who has struck out twice and grounded out to third. We'll start sorting this one out. Tommy Carter going to have a word with the home plate umpire. Now I wonder if Carter is saying that maybe the runner at second base interfered with Norton. That could be the only thing I could think of. I believe Carter's going to get them to check on if the runner interfered over there. don't think he's going to win this battle. Umpires will check on it. I doubt this will be called. 4-4 four to four is your score, Auburn and Dothan. Auburn got two runs in the bottom of the second of the seventh inning to tie this thing up and send it to extras. We're in the top of the eighth inning now. Dothan has a runner aboard as it stands, and it'll stay that way after the conference from the umpires. Dothan will have a runner at first base, one down, as the slash attempt comes up empty as Jace Norton is able to step on the bag and retire the runner, moving from first to second. So after all of that, situation stays the same. It's just one out on the board. Eli Moore, the third baseman for the Wolves, steps in from the left side, takes the first pitch from Cosby that crossed up Waldrop, looked like. And it's 1-0. Connor Cosby, who has not worked very many innings in this year. Still out there in the eighth. Tommy Carter, just as I say that, meanders out to the hill. And I believe that's going to be all for Connor Cosby. Maybe. We'll see. Carter speaking with his infield right now. They're going to leave him in. Connor Cosby will remain on the bump. The lefty senior will try and get Auburn to the eighth inning unscathed. I like it. Trust your senior. Even though he hadn't been pitching very much at all this year. We'll see if it pays off. Connor Cosby, the everyday center fielder for the Tigers as of now, on the mound, comes home, and he misses out and low. Four to four is your score. Dothan and Auburn deadlocked. Auburn ties it up in the seventh, trying to get to the eighth. A beauty of a curveball drops in there from Cosby. Two and one to count. Florida Atlantic, a two-possession lead now with just under four minutes to go in the Elite Eight over Kansas State. Connor Cosby on the mound, 
Way outside, three and one. I might go back to that breaking ball. Yes, even on 3-1. Here it is. Misses outside, and that's a walk to Eli Moore. And you got to wonder if that's going to be all for Connor. Tigers a double play away from getting out of this one. And here comes Tommy Carter. He will get Connor Cosby. I think the conversation there was get this guy or we got to take you out. So that will be all for Connor Cosby. We will see who the new pitcher is on the other side of this break. We'll take one, come right back, and give you the new numbers on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Your business of 20 years hits a major growth mode. Then you realize you've spent 5,000 hours on conference calls, 8,000 hours in meetings, a million hours working late, all to take care of your customers. But you'll only trust your one true passion and your company's future to one bank, Troy Bank & Trust. Today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need, Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. Auburn High School Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee, your home of light favorites and the Tigers. Jace Norton, your new pitcher. Runners at first and second for the Dothan Wolves. 4-4 in the top of the eighth inning. Auburn High School trying to work out of the jam and get to the bottom of the eighth with a chance to walk it off. Norton came on to close last night. And his numbers on the season, five appearances, no record, had an eight ERA coming into last night. Eight innings pitched now, 11 hits, eight runs, eight of them earned. Three walks, eight strikeouts, one home run given up on 35 batters faced. Jace Norton has hit one batter, thrown no wild pitches, and opponents are reaching base against him at a 429 clip. Jace Norton, the presumed closer coming into this year, because that was a role he kind of took on last season late. He's called on in a big situation here. Connor Cody, the second baseman for the Wolves, will stand in from the right side with a go-ahead run down at second base. And an insurance run at first. Norton's first pitch is in there for a called strike one on the outside corner. Norton from the stretch. 0-1 delivery due to Cody, the second baseman. Here it is. Just missed the outer half. No. Over the outside half for strike two. That is a 
call at a crawling pace by our home plate umpire. 0-2. Now time called at the plate by Connor Cody. Hit by a pitch back in the second inning. Couldn't get a bunt down. Well, did get a bunt down, but runner was thrown out at the plate on a bunt back in the fourth. Doubled in the sixth inning. He's doing 0-2 pitch from Jace Norton. Here it is. Fouled off to the right side. Got to get out of play. Etheridge gave it a look. Florida Atlantic has opened up an eight-point lead over Kansas State with two and a half minutes left to go in the Elite Eight. The Owls trying to reach their first Final Four in program history. 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three. And there are two down in the inning. Jace Norton comes back to get Connor Cody. And now Auburn is an out away from having a chance to walk it off here in the bottom of the eighth. Two down in the inning. Jace Norton, probably who you want in there in this situation. From the stretch with runners at first and second. First pitch. Strike one. On the inside high corner, it's 0-1. Landon Jenkins has struck out twice. He has flown out to center field as well. Auburn would like to make him 0 for 4 right here. Pitch from Norton. Curve ball and a beauty strike two. And Auburn's a strike away from getting out to the bottom of the eighth inning. Jace Norton. The Auburn Tiger closer trying to shut things down. Auburn defense at normal depth, and now something from the Dothan head coach. Oh, and it looks like the Dothan skipper over here may be getting close to arguing balls and strikes, which is, of course, a big no-no. Home plate umpire comes out, wags a finger, says he's not going to have any of that. Norton getting ready to deliver the 0-2 pitch. Steps off, now digs back in. Both dugouts making noise. Oh, and to the count. Here it is to Jenkins in the turf. And it's one and two. Nice stop in the back by Tanner Waldrop. Not allowing runners to move up to second and third. Jace Norton trying to shut things down here in the top of the eighth and get this to the bottom of the inning. Auburn in a battle with Dothan. Here's the pitch by Norton. Just missed the outside corner, two and two. Two's everywhere on the board. A tie ball game at four. Auburn got two runs in the bottom of the seventh to tie this thing up and send it to extras. Now they're trying to give themselves a walk-off chance. Here's the 2-2 pitch from Norton. Grounded on the infield right at shortstop. Up with it is Allen across the diamond in time. And Dothan's out of luck in the eighth. We go to the bottom of the eighth. Auburn a chance to walk it off. A four to four ball game. Dothan and Auburn doing battle in the bottom of the eighth inning next on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Hello, this is Coley Trant from Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need. Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. Teamwork is key to winning on the baseball field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fittner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission, serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Follow the Auburn High Tigers here on 96.3 W. Lee. Part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Here we go. Jackson Mills starts things off for Auburn in the bottom of the eighth inning. The Auburn High School Tigers trying to knock off the Dothan Wolves after falling to Hoover earlier today. Dothan was able to beat that Hoover team by a score of 7-2, and they're going to try. At least Auburn is going to try here. And get by Dothan. So how about that? Maybe a merry-go-round of wins and losses here. First pitch to Mills is not close. Second pitch is cut on and missed. It's a 1-1 count. Lindsey worked that bottom of the seventh inning. Got Reed Woods to fly out with the winning run down at third. Now working to try to get Jackson Mills out. And how about this? Catcher's interference is going to send Jackson Mills to first, we believe. The home plate umpire says he didn't see anything. Now going to need a conference. He's going to call back Jackson Mills, I think. I think he's going to call back Mills. Carter going to come up to ask him. (laughs) And reading the lips, some choice words from Tommy Carter out there. Home plate umpire will go have a chat with the first base umpire. No, they'll just call Jackson Mills back. Mills saying his bat hit the catcher's mitt, which would have been catcher's interference, and put Mills at first base. However, that's not how the home plate umpire saw it. A foul ball down the left field line. Well, I tell you, I didn't see it. But Mills reacted pretty quickly. One-two pitch right on it, cut on and and, uh, fouled back to the screen. Mills acted pretty quickly in that exchange. There really wasn't any loafing by him. It was almost immediate when he hit it down the left field line. He looked at the umpire, took off his shin guard, and trotted down to first. Lindsay ahead one and two. Pitch to Mills, big swing and a miss. And there's out number one. So, again, I don't know what happened. Mills has a word for the home plate umpire, and Jackson Mills has been tossed out of the game. The Auburn third baseman turned left fielder has some words for the home plate umpire as he walks back to the dugout, and the home plate umpire gives him the boot. 
30 seconds to go in the Elite Eight. Florida Atlantic with a four-point lead over Kansas State. The Owls trying to reach the Final Four for the first time in program history. I don't remember, at least in my lifetime, a team from the Conference USA making the Final Four. Well, maybe Memphis when they were part of that conference. Kansas State hits a three on the other end, though, so still a game in the East Regional. What a game between these two squads. Got it on on the TV over here. One down in the inning. Mills tossed from the game, and that'll leave it up to Silas Mason with one out. First pitch of the at-back from Lindsey. Here it is. Curveball. Misses high. Silas Mason, the DH on the day. Caught three games, threw out three runners earlier this morning. 1-0 pitch. Too low. They appeal to first no swing. Mason has worked a 2-0 count. The lineup will flip over to Connor Cosby after this at bat. 2-0 pitch. Misses low, 3-0. Silas Mason batting from the right side. Here's the 3-0 from Lindsay right down the middle, strike one. Time out at the plate. As he'll step away from the box, now he's back in. Lindsey will go. He's trying to quick pitch. The umpire tells him to hold off in his tracks. That's Lindsey, that is, who tried to quick pitch. Here we go. Now we're ready for play. 3-1 to Mason. Waved at and missed. 3-2. Don't know if Silas was ready for that one. That one went down and away. Full count pitch, here it is. Fouled off to the back screen. Silas Mason stays alive. Just need base runners in these late game innings. Here's the 3-2. Inside, it hit him. Silas Mason is aboard for the Tigers. Lineup flips over. Connor Cosby, the batter from the left side. As Silas Mason reaches on a hit by pitch. Cosby does have a walk-off home run on the season. May not necessarily need a home run to walk this thing off. He'd have to put one pretty deep in a corner to get Mason home. But he gets a coaching from his head manager, Tommy Carter, down there in the third base coaching box. So it will be, how fitting is this, the senior on senior night, Connor Cosby trying to get Silas Mason home. It'll be Jace Norton next if Auburn gets to him. Three-point lead for Florida Atlantic in the Elite Eight with 18 seconds left, by the way. It'll be Kansas State ball. 
First pitch to Cosby on the outer half for strike one. Cosby has walked twice and singled back in the seventh inning. 0-1 pitch. Tried to end the ball game and came up empty 0-2. Mason down at first, 0-2 count. Jace Norton waits on deck, 0-2 pitch. Cosby holds his swing back, and it's one and two. One-two count. Lindsey, the pitcher, the righty, peers in at the left-handed hitter, Connor Cosby. Here's a one-two pitch. Curved ball roped over to first, under the glove of the first baseman. Mason around second base. He's going to glide into third, and the Tigers have the winning run 90 feet away with one out in this eighth. A cue shot that ate up the first baseman, Tucker Watkins, and Connor Cosby is aboard. Silas Mason all the way around the infield to third. And now, would Coach Tommy Carter go with a pinch runner at third? Silas Mason does run pretty well for a catcher. Yeah, you've got Silas Mason down at third base. Again, he does run fairly well for a catcher, but a little bit more speed there in the dugout. Of course, you go to Ian Nation as a pinch runner. Maybe a Logan Blomeyer. Walt Williams would probably be the first choice in that situation, though. Auburn has the winning run 90 feet away with a runner also at first base. Silas Mason from first base took off towards second. That gets under the glove of the first baseman. He rounds second, goes to third, and, well, that sets Auburn up. Now Jace Norton is the key man with a chance to walk it off on senior night. The Dothan infield will come in. Still some logistics being figured out. Now Dothan will actually say, give Jace Norton a walk down to first. We want to face Henry Allen. be honest, I'm not so sure I would have done that. Henry Allen, the current Auburn shortstop, will stand in from the right side. A ball deep enough in the outfield is going to win this ball game. Allen, ready's at the dish, chops it third base side foul. Allen hitting 404 coming into the weekend. Five home runs, six doubles, one triple. He's got a chance to walk it off with Silas Mason at third, a Tiger at every base, so the force is on. On a weekly hit ground ball, he's got a motor. 0-1 pitch, swing and a miss. 
It's 0-2 to Henry Allen. Allen asking for a new bat, I believe. No, pine tar on the bat. How about this in the Elite Eight? It's just gone final. Florida Atlantic is headed to the Final Four. They've defeated the Kansas State Wildcats 79-76. to They do it off the back of some clutch free throws down the stretch. So we have our first Final Four team set. UConn and Gonzaga getting it started in about 30 minutes. Business to attend to here. Henry Allen fouls the 0-2 pitch back. Runner at every base for the Auburn Tigers. They got two in the bottom of the seventh, and now they try to walk off the Dothan Wolves here in the bottom of the eighth. Four to four, your score. The 0-2 pitch due to Henry Allen is outside. It's a pass ball coming home is Silas Mason. The Tigers win! Tigers win! Tigers win over the Dothan Wolves. They get two in the seventh, one in the eighth, and the Auburn Tigers get their 11th win of the year. Ball squirts by the catcher. And Silas Mason, who made it all the way around from first base, gets to third, and that works out in the end. The Tigers win it on the pass ball. Stay tuned for the Orthopedic Clinic postgame report. This is the Auburn High School Sports Network. Auburn winner 5-4 over the Dothan Wolves. Don't go anywhere on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Auburn High Baseball is on 96.3 W. Lee. Read the, the little easier, folks. How about that? The Tigers get a win over the Dothan Wolves 5-4. to four. 
on the day. After dropping one to Hoover earlier in the day, they come back, they get game two from the Dothan Wolves on a pass ball. Silas Mason comes home from third base to score, and the Auburn Tigers take three out of four this weekend as they head into area play. And now, joining me up in the booth, it is the head skipper, Matt Simo. Coach Simo, how are you, sir? Great. Great Fantastic. I mean, I bet you're I bet you're a little hyped up after that one. Okay. So walk me through it. Not available this weekend are you, but I thought your assistant coach Tommy Carter did a fine job with these four games. Unbelievable. Him and Josh and Garrett. I mean, they're just I'm so lucky and so blessed to have great assistant coaches like that and just positive people, man. It was just a positive weekend. What does a weekend like this do for you, Coach? I mean, you're struggling a little bit, kind of both hitting and pitching. The bats have come alive at times. Pitching, you've seen some good stuff, but has been a little inconsistent. You get three of four from some really good teams this weekend. Talk about what this does for your program. I, I think it just gives them confidence. Yeah. You know, and, it, and, it's, and it, it brings back the fun of winning, the fun of playing the game. And, you know, we swung the bats better. We pitched better. We did beat two good teams, Hartsoe and Dothan, and uh, – it was just a good weekend. A lot of positive things happened. Talk about your seniors now. You get senior night tonight. Eleven seniors on this squad are honored before the game. Um, you get all your seniors on the mound tonight. Jace Norton does a great job closing it out. You get even Connor Cosby in there, who we haven't seen throw in, what, three or four years probably. And so that was impressive tonight. Talk about those guys in the win tonight. Well, I mean, it was just big. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the whole game, the whole last uh, inning was all seniors. They came up, uh, Silas gets in. Connor gets a big hit, and Silas scores in the pass ball. I mean, so good things happen to good people, and there's nothing better, better people than Silas Mason. I thought Patrick Davidson also, you know, he hadn't gotten the time that he wanted after Tommy John surgery, but I thought he gave you good stuff tonight, save for that first inning where he gives up the two hits. He came back really strong in the last few. He did. He did. You know, the first play of the game was, you know, if we make that first play of the game, there wouldn't be any runs. But yeah. that's just, it's just baseball, and – you know, we just got to keep working and getting better and doing the little things and making routine plays and believing in each other. And, and uh, things just start getting contagious and things just start winning and snowballing your way. Area play coming up now, Coach. You get Smith Station, I believe, next weekend. Then you'll no. get Central. Is that no, right? No, Smith Station a week from this Wednesday. A week from this Wednesday. We go Wednesday. to Birmingham this weekend. All right, okay. So the, you'll be in Birmingham, then you'll get area play after that. I will get you to talk about area play. Uh, how important is it to start picking up some momentum going into that area oh, play? Oh, it's the, you know, the game of baseball is all metal. Yeah. And because there's so much failure in the game and you can't, you got to understand that you got to believe in yourself and believe in your team. So the more positive things we have going in, the better we are. There's a great note tonight. Kay Blue came in pitching, got a big hit for us. Yeah. I mean, we get Kay going and, and Patrick going and, you know, Connor might be our special weapon in the mound. Who knows? And there's a lot of positive things. We got a great team, and I think they really they believe in each other. I just think some good things are going to happen to them. A little inconsistent to start the year. I think you're coming into your to your form now, Coach. I'll tell you what else you're coming into your form on. You're a pretty good dirt dragger out there when you're not coaching a game, man. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you out there. I mean, I'm getting dizzy. I've been doing it for 31 <laughs> years. I think I'm starting to get vertigo. <laughs> Coach Matt Simo on the Auburn High School Sports Network. Coach, congrats on the wins this weekend. Go get them this next week. Go well, Tigers. Thank you so much. Thanks for all the support because it's awesome. Yes, thank sir. You. you got it. That's Coach Simo on the Auburn High School Sports Network. Auburn moves to 11 and 7. They get the big win over Dothan tonight. They take three of four from these teams on this weekend. Dothan moves to 9 and 10 in 7A area three ball. Auburn once again to 11 and 
seven on the season. Well, it was just a great night of baseball all the way around. Great weekend of baseball. I want to say congratulations one more time to Scott Bagwell and now uh, Sarah Lovelady, now Sarah Bagwell, uh, who tied the knot today, got married, and so uh, glad to fill in for Scott on the Auburn High School baseball on the Auburn High School Sports Network. Just a congratulations. Hopefully be able to join them tonight at their reception. So um, love to see those guys tonight, but just wanted to give one more congratulations to those guys. I know that uh, it's been a long time coming for them. Auburn wins it tonight over Dothan, 5-4. to four. They get two in the bottom of the seventh inning, and then they come back and win on a passed ball from Silas Mason coming home to score the final run. Senior night goes well for the Auburn Tigers as they move in to the Birmingham tournament next week and then into regionals, well, to area play, that is, the week after that. The next Auburn High School baseball broadcast will be that area play. It'll be Smith Station a week from Wednesday, as you heard Coach Simo. Auburn High School softball will be on the air. You can hear myself, yours truly, that is, on Thursday, March 30th at 5 p.m. over at the Auburn High School softball complex. Well, Auburn will take on the Prattville Lions. So Prattville will be coming into town. Love for you to stick around on WLE 96.3 throughout the day as well. And at 5 p.m., join us for that one. But once again, your next Auburn High School baseball broadcast a week from Wednesday against Smith Station in the start-to-area play. Christian Griffin back in the studio as my studio engineer. I'm Jack Hutton saying so long, good night, and go Tigers! Auburn High School Baseball on 96.3 W. Lee was presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Bank, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Jeffcoat Trant, Gouge Performing Arts Center, Troy Bank and Trust, Glory's Furniture Express, and University Ace Hardware. The Auburn High School Tigers play here on 96.3 W. Lee. This has been an Auburn Networks production.